Welcome back, everybody, to AM in the Evening. She's Alyssa. And she's Maggie. And we are here with more Paris content before we leave. Whoop, whoop. All right, Alyssa, who are we talking about today? So today we are talking about the famous... I mean, I don't know how famous he is, but he seems pretty cool. Nelson Graves. And so what Nelson Graves did is he was a international correspondent who created an organization to help future journalists and young journalists understand how to do international relations and international journalism. His actual title that the institution gave us was former international correspondent with Reuters. So the little bio that the institution gives us is former international correspondent with Reuters and now the founder and director of News Decoder, a new service for enabling the millennial generation to break down barriers to global understanding. Wow. That sounds thrilling that's a lot i actually think it does sound interesting yeah no it does that wasn't sarcastic <laughs> we, might be sarca- we might sound sarcastic but i promise you are not no yeah no <laughs> so i did a little research into news decoder because i had never heard of it before so what news corresponder is and i'm just on their website so for their mission it says news decoder is a global educational news service for young people founded in 2015 Our mission is to help young people develop internationally recognized global citizenship, including the ability to communicate to global audiences, appreciate diverse perspectives, think critically about global issues, and identify solutions to local, national, and global problems. So that's a lot of a lot of good stuff that this man did. And you might be like, how did this man get the creds to do all this wait wait how did the man get the creds to do all of this Alyssa? i'm so glad you asked maggie because this man kind of has a lot of work internationally to make him this educated on the subject we said he worked for Reuters. he was a correspondent bureau chief and regional managing editor for Reuters for 24 years so that's older than we are like, that's more time than we've been alive. That's wild. So this man has a lot of experience, I would say. Yeah. <laughs> so um, according to his bio, he has held posts in Washington, Paris, New Delhi, Kuala Lumpur. I don't know how to say that. <laughs> and I butchered that completely. That's I am okay. so sorry. No, go ahead. But that, um, Milan and Tokyo. I think he's been a lot of places. We can see that. He's done a lot of good journalism work, so I think that makes him very, very renowned to talk about this subject. Is renowned the right word? Very educated? Yes, something like that. Also, I didn't know what Reuters was, but I just found out, (laughs) not just found out, but I looked into it, Um, Reuters, the news and media division of Thomas Reuters is the world's largest multimedia news provider, reaching billions of people worldwide every day. Reuters provides business, financial, national, and international news to professionals via desktop terminals. 
the world's media organizations, industry events, and directly to consumers. So, wow, they do a lot. They do a lot. <laughs> and the fact that he held so many different positions and was able to work his way up to being an editor at that company yeah. really just goes to show his journalism expertise which as a journalist I am very excited to kind of pick his brain about and see what he learned and everything that he has taken into this new kind of role that he does with News Decoder. Yeah. So I am very excited. I actually I looked up a little more about him. Mm -hmm. um, he stepped down from News Decoder. He has? He did. What's um, he doing now? Well, he said like for everything there is a season and at News Decoder, it's time for a change. So he worked there for about seven years. This was back in March 2020. So recently stepped down, but he's an, a member of the editorial advisory board of The Baron, which is another news company. This man is just doing it all. I mean, he's the founder and president of News Decoder. He has since moved on to Baron and has a wealth of knowledge in journalism internationally and just nationally anything like that so I'm very excited he also served as the admissions director at Johns Hopkins University's graduate program in international relations in Italy so I think it's gonna be really interesting just hearing about like the different aspects that you can cover as a journalist especially when it's like international because a lot of the time, well, I'm learning actually right now in the class for Paris that journalism is not like accepted everywhere like it is in the United States. Like a lot of journalists face like scrutiny and like dangerous situations. So trying to see like how that like compares to like other places, like how we, the United States as journalists compare to international journalists I think it's going to be interesting because like of course you have like your correspondence but if you actually live there what is it like to cover these stories in like their countries you know yeah I am very excited to get that aspect as well because like in America we have the right to free speech so like being a journalist as it is like very rewarding it's not as much of like a job that you fear for your life like yeah. there are certain inst instances in america where it could happen but like in paris or like in like ukraine or in france or russia anything like that like it's in the middle east like it's hard to be a journalist and he's been a journalist everywhere and yeah he's been stationed at these different countries and different like top cities in the world so kind of understanding what each place was like and their journalism like journalistic values will be very interesting to learn yeah i agree um we'll meet up with him or listen to him wednesday um which is not too far from now so no in a for us you guys listening to this it'll be less than a week but for us it is just over a week which until we get to listen to this man and get all of his insight and great knowledge just passed down to us so i'm pumped i am too it's definitely going to be an interesting like session to just be able to like hear the perspectives of people who have been 
deep into their career and now they get to share it with us who are just like starting out in ours so I think it'll be fun yeah especially for us young journalists who are just about to graduate and like actually start our career to get to hear from people who have had over 20 years in this career to make those mistakes and kind of refine their skills it's going to be very beneficial for us to get those tips and tricks from people who have made those mistakes so we don't have to make those mistakes I think it's also like the networking aspect Mm -hmm. like I just want to be like yeah I'm looking for a job and then someone be like oh we actually have a job open we uh, give us your name and your resume or like you know give us your contact information I think that'd be awesome like that'd be so cool yeah i am most definitely planning on taking a folder of resumes (laughs) (laughs) two pairs just just in case any anybody we meet has an opening or is like hey if you're interested in this this international journalism job is open if you would like it i know that would be a very long shot but you gotta dream big i don't know i mean if you speak it out into the world maybe it'll happen so it might just happen this is where like business cards would come in handy but we don't have any so maybe that's a to-do task that we need yeah we should have done that but hey you live and you learn yeah maybe we can just like make a qr code of our podcast and be like hey actually we talked about you on our podcast here you go go." to this episode (laughs) (laughs) i think that'd be fun but i think overall we're gonna have a great time connecting with these journalists and really just honing in on what we love and what we want to do in our futures Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so along with the um, incredible speakers that we get to listen to and just kind of grow in our knowledge in that way, we have also told you guys that we are not only going on this trip for educational purposes, <laughs> we are going to experience the culture of Paris. So Maggie... Do you want to share a little bit, now that we've gotten closer and we have an actual schedule, let's share with the class a little bit of our schedule so yeah. we can take them through and kind of give them a brief overview of what we're doing so when we come back, they're fully caught up and they know what we did. Yeah, perfect. Um, So we are less than a week out. Like next week, we will be in Paris. Um, Wild. Which is crazy. Mm-hmm. But uh, you guys will listen to this on friday and we leave on sunday so we will be flying out of the new kci terminal and we will be going to i believe it's minneapolis yep yep minneapolis you're going to minneapolis and then we have a long seven to eight hour flight to paris france i'm pumped (laughs) i am too i'm so excited to sleep i sleep so good on planes really i sleep so good in like cars planes anything like that like I'm off before we even like take leave off. the tarmac. Like I am out and I will be out the entire flight. It's that's fair. That's it's one fair. of my better qualities I have. I think I get like really <laughs> excited um so then it's hard for me to sleep, but I'm like I know I should sleep because I have a whole day ahead of me that yeah. we have like we can't rest, you know. Yeah. But overall I think it's going to be really good. I'm excited. So just a kind of overall of Monday, we're going to arrive because it's an eight-hour flight or seven to eight-hour flight, we arrive at the hotel around one fifty, which will be, oh gosh, one p.m. 
one fifty p.m. their time. Yeah. So what is that? So that would time? be. They are seven hours ahead of us. Yes. Yes. So that would be like. Are you Don't. looking it up? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, was say, I can't do math. <laughs> okay, so right now it's 12.01 a.m. in Paris. So they're seven hours. So it'd so. be like 8 o'clock. 8.50-ish, our time, a.m. Yes. No. No. <laughs> yes, no. Okay, 1.50, 12.50, 11.50, 10.50, 9.50. 50, 50, 50. So, so about like seven, 6 50, 7 ish. 7 o'clock ish. <laughs> okay, not too bad. So that sorry. Took us so, so long. I don't, maybe we should uh maybe we should actually focus and like study this time different. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um so ah. we'll get there at 150 uh local time in Paris, France, and it'll be about 6 50, 7 o'clock ish uh United States time. So Which gives us a good Good afternoon, evening to kind of just wander Paris, I think, and just get the lay of the land. Yeah, yeah. So, um, like I think we said earlier, we're about 15 minutes from the Eiffel Tower. Mm -hmm. Um, So we get to like kind of explore, just walk around, eat dinner, um, go to the Eiffel Tower. And I'm not even going to try and say the boat cruise. Trocadero. Trocadero. Is that what that says? Maybe. <laughs> I will read that up. <laughs> anyway, so what is that? That is the site of the Palace de Chaliot. <laughs> you can, <laughs> As in you can. the area of Paris, France in the 16th Aerodecimate. Um, so it's pretty much just like the area that the Eiffel Tower is in. Okay. So it's like a little park, a little like <laughs> fountain-ish. It's just kind of like just an area dedicated to Paris, like the idea of Paris. Okay. So that, that is sense. all that is, pretty much. Okay. So then we get to go to the Eiffel Tower and explore the surrounding areas, like the little parks and everything. And then we have a late afternoon boat cruise on the Seine. So... That'll be fun. That'll be fun. Um, we have a one-hour like sightseeing cruise, and then we just go to the Eiffel Tower again, and then we're gonna try to go up the Eiffel Tower, which I have never been up the Eiffel Tower. I just touched it, and I said, "Cool." <laughs> you just touched the little leg. Yeah. Oh my god. Basically, okay. My thing was was like it was like oh fifteen dollars or fifteen euro to go up the Eiffel Tower, and I was like in the elevators, and then I was like. Yeah, the stairs are not going to do it, so I'm just going to say I touched it. I could say I touched it, and I touched it, so that is all that matters. Yep. I remember a couple weeks ago on this podcast, um, I said I would climb the Eiffel Tower. Oh. Do you not remember that? No. I remember that. Oh, you you're going to walk up the stairs. Yeah. Oh, have fun with that. I feel like that'll take a long time. Like I feel like you guys will ride up the elevator, spend your time there, ride back down, in the time that I would be getting up there. Yep. yep. So That's exactly I right. might not climb it just for time's sake, <laughs> but we'll see how I'm feeling when I get there. Yeah, that exactly. is the first day, so I might be very jet lagged. Yeah. So. so our first day is kind of just chilling out, mm-hmm. chilling, you know. But Tuesday is kind of where it gets a little crazier. So 
we get to go to breakfast and we all get to go together. So our big group of 11 people will be going to breakfast. Then we get to meet in the lobby and go to the Arc de Triomphe. And then from there, we walk down to Champs Elias. They, then we stop for lunch and go to, oh gosh. Have fun reading that one. <laughs> Obelisk, Luxury. That was good. Yeah. And then Palace de Concorde. And we walk the Tuileries. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the Tuileries Garden. And then from there, we go to Palace Vendome. And that is where we get to tour a fancy ad agency, which we are all very excited about. Yeah, I cannot wait to see, like, this PR firm and just how they do it in Paris. Because, like, I understand PR in America. It's nice. But, like, Paris PR is probably going to be very extravagant, very luxurious. And yeah. Especially in a place like this, like, in the area that it is in. It's going to be so luxurious, and yeah. I am pumped. It's just going to be, like, an elite, like, top-notch thing. Exactly. Like. Then we get to walk around the Rue Saint-Honoré, and then high-end. That's where the high-end shopping is. So if you uh, catch me, you know, looking at some Louis Vuitton or something. <laughs> You'll catch me looking at it, but I will not be buying it. Yeah, no, me either. No, 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 no. And then we go to the Palace Royale. And then we have dinner and visit La Dorie. I don't know if I said that right. We're going to go with it. It sounds like you have a French accent, which I really like. Oh, so you're doing great. Parlez-vous français? Oui, oui. Oh, whatever. Oui, oui. <laughs> I will not be speaking French whenever we go. I know like two I phrases. I will be using Google Translate. Yep. And it's okay. No, as long as we know um, merci and um, s'il vous plaît, that's all we need. Mm -hmm. Thank you and uh, merci. Yeah, thank you and s'il vous plaît is please. Mm -hmm. Yes. <laughs> I couldn't think of the word. <laughs> um, what else? That's it for that day. Now we just go back and no, rest wait. up. We yeah. get to take the metro back to the hotel. Okay, yeah, but that's nothing that exciting. A metro in France? What do you mean? Okay, yeah, you're right. <laughs> it's That'll exciting. It's exciting. And then we stop in at Les Invalides. I don't I don't know. We're we're going with it. I We're my... going to stop and see all these places that we cannot pronounce, <laughs> and it will be so much fun. But we are going to come back, and we are going to be able to pronounce them. At least I will. You. I'm not promising nothing on I'm my gonna side. I'm going to write down, like, the pronunciation. <laughs> How it's said phonetically. Yep. Okay. <laughs> yep. And yep. Then that is Tuesday. So Tuesday is kind of jam-packed um, with everything, but sounds like an exciting day. Yeah. On for... to Wednesday, though. Sorry, yeah. were you going to say something? No, I was just going to go on to Wednesday. Oh, okay. On to Wednesday. We go for our own breakfast, meet in the lobby. We visit Notre Dame. And Ile de la Cité. It's and then we go to a flower market, which I'm very excited about. If I don't get the cute aesthetic photos of like every girl in Paris, I don't want it. Maggie, I was a sorority girl. <laughs> I know how to get the cute aesthetic photos. I was Perfect. trained for moments like this. I love it. I love to see it. You have to pose me and everything because I want the cutest Paris photos. Oh honey. <laughs> I it's in my blood now. We can do it. We'll be fine. <laughs> yep. And then we get to go to an ice cream place, which I'm very excited I'm about. Very excited for ice cream. 
French ice cream is top tier. I will admit it. I'm so excited. Oh, it's so good. And then we do lunch. Um, and then from 2.15 to 2... Oh, well, 2.15 or 2.30-ish to 5.15 are our sessions at the University of... Is it Paris? Mm-hmm. The University of Paris. Yep. University of Paris. Then we go to Pompidou and Latin Quarter. It says it's a Shakespeare and company bookstore. Mm-hmm. I'm super <laughs> pumped for that because it's just like a tiny little bookstore in this Latin Quarter that is very cute, very aesthetic, and I am super pumped. I plan on buying a bunch of books there, so can, I'm very excited. Can we um, reenact like Romeo and Juliet? Would that be cool? We're both going to die? Exactly. No! <laughs> in no in, in France? Paris? <laughs> yes, I think so. No. Yes. No. But yeah. I'm pumped. We will get lots of cute photos there as well. I agree. I I need to get at least like one book before I come back, you know? Mm-hmm. I'm going to try not to take a lot of stuff because I want to bring stuff back. I plan on not packing a lot so I can fill my suitcase. Yeah. I think I'm going to take a lot more in my carry-on. Yeah, just definitely. because like then I have my suitcase. I'll exactly. probably take like a couple pairs of jeans and like... I, I haven't even thought about packing. That's yeah. a weekend <laughs> kind of okay. issue. Yeah. So Wednesdays, again, kind of like lighter, but we get to spend some time at the University of Paris. And then Thursday, we get to sleep in (laughs) and we get some personal time um, until about 11 o'clock. And we have sessions from 1130 to 430. And this is when lunch is included. So we don't have to spend any money. Thank God. (laughs) Lord knows I'm already going to be spending a bunch of money on souvenirs. Yep. Yep. And then we go to month. Oh gosh, Montmartre, mm-hmm. Montmartre, we'll neighborhood, <laughs> and visit the Sacre Coeur Church, and eat dinner at one of the most charming restaurants there. Ah, can't wait. Yep, and then we go to the Dolly Museum, which is optional. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. I think I'll probably go to that. I'm gonna go. I'm going to go to that because I am going to go to as many museums as I can. That's a good idea. Just because it's Paris. Like, how many times are you going to say, oh, I went to this museum in Paris. Oh, I went to this bookstore in Paris. Exactly. Like, everything's better in Paris. So I feel like you just got to do it. It's like, you know how they people say, like, everything's bigger in Texas. Everything's better in Paris, you know? Exactly. It's just how it goes. And then to finish out the day, we will go to the Malin Rouge and just take pictures in front of it which of course <laughs> i'm glad that, i'm glad that we have that on our schedule because she knows we need to update our instagram feed oh yeah she just knows we <laughs> need all the time cute, for us like aesthetic photos she exactly. just knows she knows thank you dr stover we appreciate it <laughs> <laughs> and then i'm leading into friday kind of like almost wrapping up our trip we won't, we don't want to talk about it it's gonna go by too fast i already know yeah we have breakfast and shopping at rue claire and personal time so Alyssa and I will find some things to do. We don't know what yet, but we will. Of course we will. And then we have the option to go see the catacombs, which I think will be absolutely so much fun. Mm-hmm. Except for the stairs. I I can go down them. I just getting back up on my knees is so <laughs> bad. Okay, 70-year-old woman. I, you know, I do have knee problems. You do. It's okay. Yeah. Or we could do more personal time and shop. Or we could go to the Les Invalides, which Mm -hmm. is the tomb of Napoleon. I say I'm not doing option number two because 
I don't need that much personal well, time. Well, we're already going in the morning. Exactly. So, so we don't need more personal time. So I want to see the catacombs. I want to see the tomb of Napoleon. I need <laughs> to see too. all of this history stuff because... She said said the history buff. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, just imagine like being able to say you're in the catacombs. Dude. I, Man, that like, is insane. It's not even like a scary thing. It's like a like art type thing. No, I'm she was definitely explaining. going there just like just to say I was there. Yeah. I think just being able to go underneath Paris would be so much fun. That is just one of those things that like you're in Paris, you have to go. Yeah. Like see, if you're in New York, you go see the Statue of Liberty. If you're in Paris, you go to the catacombs. <laughs> see, whenever I went to Paris, um, we didn't get to go. Oh, because I don't remember like what happened, but a lot of people tried to go and then they didn't get to. So mm-hmm. I didn't get to go. So it's on my list. I'm only going to Paris twice in my life. Who knows? So yeah, maybe more. Maybe I'll just move there. You know, it, I mean, if you get a international correspondent <laughs> job, you could. I think I could. But the one of the main reasons I'm excited to go for these two things is because it's gonna be raining a majority of the time. Yeah. While we're there, so I don't want to like be outside a lot of the time so why not be inside looking at cool stuff like this that is fair that is fair killing two birds with one stone man yeah you're gonna stay dry and get to see some history exactly and then from 12 to about 3 30 we have our sessions again at the university of paris Mm -hmm. where we will get to hear all these speakers and learn lots of stuff and bring it back for you guys then we take the metro to the gardens again we have an early dinner and we go to the louvre ah i'm so excited i am too if i don't get a picture with mona lisa or just any art in general i really want aesthetic photos you have to take aesthetic photos of me when we're in paris you gotta pinky promise me that pinky promise it's done okay we got it perfect (laughs) we got it on record i got a new phone too so oh we have to do the cutesy photos oh honey like i told you (laughs) three years in a sorority did not i left with something she the ability to take photos yep she was trained (laughs) may have not gotten much but i got that i am so excited for the louvre as we told you guys we kind of talked about the history last week some things that we were excited to see i'm just pumped it's it's only gonna be like four hours there not enough time obviously yeah no but it's gonna be so exciting if you had like a week it still would not be enough time yeah yeah so we'll do all we can though we Mm -hmm. will see everything that we can and we will all soak it up and take like memory screenshots exactly i we got it finally to kind of wrap up the last two days of our trip saturday once we leave the hotel it's kind of sad that we're leaving for like one of the last times but it's okay because we get to go to the palace of versailles which i am so pumped for because according to our schedule we're staying there all day oh Oh, we are. We are staying there all day long. We're going there for lunch. It says to bring snacks. <laughs> so I'm so excited. Perfect. Because it is massive. And ah, like I, like I said, I just can't wait to be able to say I was in the Palace of Versailles. I Like with love the it. history. Oh my gosh. That. It's going to be great. That's just going to be incredible. It'll be Can't great. wait. Yeah. Can't wait. And then we have dinner. And then we go back to our hotel for and the last and cry yeah that we have to leave the next day but it's okay yep because Um, we have all those good memories exactly and all the cute photos of course (laughs) and then on saturday we pack up our stuff and we go to the airport to come back to the states 
And that is the end of our spring break study abroad. Yeah. So, like we told you guys, we will be recounting all of our experiences back on this podcast. But if you would like to follow and see all the cute photos that we take, we will probably be posting them on our personal Instagrams. Yeah, we'll probably post on our AM in the evening. Of course we'll post on AM in the evening, yeah. but to go in depth to see all the great ones. Oh yeah, all the cute photos. <laughs> all the cute photos, all the great ones that AM in the that didn't make the AM in the evening cut. Yeah. They will be on our personal Instagrams. Exactly. So yeah. be on the lookout for those. Yeah. So Alyssa, what are your biggest expectations? I think we've kind of talked about this, but now that we've gone through the schedule and actually have like read what our days are gonna be about what are you expecting to come back with from Paris? I I am most expecting to come back with a newfound appreciation for journalism and the media in different ways because like I've been able to appreciate having like journalism and media be such a big part of my life in America. So getting to see how it works in everyday life for people on the opposite side of the world that's just going to be very incredible and eye-opening to see how it works for them along with you know making the memories of every touristy thing we could possibly be doing yeah that i'm also pumped for i like that what about you um i think my biggest expectation is to come back like more knowledgeable about like media in like the international world Mm -hmm. because just learning about it like through the class is one thing but actually getting to see it is a whole nother thing. So getting to hear from people that are in this industry and, you know, working hard to make a change is going to be like one of my biggest expectations. Of course, like culture, like how, like the culture shift we're going to experience and just, I don't know, having a good time and just figuring out what we want to do in life, you know? so excited i mean i i don't hope to have it all figured out when i come back but it'd be nice <laughs> it would be nice you're <laughs> it would right be nice you know i'll come back guys i got a job <laughs> but i don't think that's how it works but we'll definitely put ourselves out there mm-hmm. i think it'll be really good and i'm excited to see like other students and just be able to get to like go to a university that's not in america <laughs> <laughs> it'll be very fun to see how college life is like yep yep. and how the students interact and stuff like that i don't think it'll be much different but it's always going to be fun to see how things work yeah yeah i think it'll be really good yeah yeah we have what less than it's like five days five days and then we're gone yeah and then it's what two days from friday when you guys are listening to this Mm -hmm. so we will keep you updated and post all about it on our social media and AM in the evening. So, yeah, I think that's all we really have. We'll come back from the trip with all the knowledge in the world about Paris and give it all to you and how you can get involved in a study abroad program like this. So, yeah, so that way you guys can go on these cool trips like us and have your own experiences exactly so i like it all right well we we or whatever we'll see you when we're back because we won't record next week nope so the week after that you'll hear all about it 
Yep. Love you guys. Bye. Love you. Bye.